Alex, hello. Adam. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm fantastic. Off of work. I'm tired. The cup final is on, though, and that's always a good time of the year. You know what I mean? Yeah, always. Uh, except for when Gary Bettman talks. That's never fun. <laughs> Do you want to get that out the way? Just talk a little bit you about that? Th- oh, we're going to start with that. I, I, listen, I'm not going to lie. I thought we were going to start with uh, a certain extension. We can get to Caulfield. But... Let's just get the commissioner out the way okay. because there's one thing I want to mention that that I, I don't think is news. I'm surprised people talked about it because we knew that it was going to, the result was going to be the, the, the result we got. Oh, uh, the cap's the cap. only going up a million dollars. Who was surprised? I'm not. I'm oh, so happy we had this debate. It was just never going to happen. <laughs> I need, hate this league. We need the content, man. We need the content. Um, oh. No, I'm, I'm not surprised. Um, Bush league, but not surprised. What what really upset me about that press conference and then sort of the – I hate listening to Ron McClain and Gary Bettman. I used to really like their interviews with each other, but then over the years I've slowly grown towards – I hate seeing these two people have sort of – how do I put this? Um, it, it feels like they, they each take off a glove and lightly slap the other. Like I just hate their back and forth. And the one that happened before the finals – was just to, like it felt like an ad because it was like hey there by the way so you know how the Leafs have the All Star game Rogers are involved so oh, you know God. since you know they kind of own us we're doing our little bit here um listen I just I hate when the commissioner talks like because it's like oh the game is never safer and he 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 gave George Peros the seal of approval of course he did <laughs> of course we're yeah, not in expansion mode come... right now yeah we know like... this is what he always said. They he said they're not in expansion mode. Yeah, he's like people are involved. The people are interested. Yeah, we know that. Yeah, I hate this league. It's no, just, it's just all lawyer talk, right? It's all lawyer talk. Yeah, I feel like it's like that with it. all commissioners, though. I feel like when any of them come out, I'm like, uh, uh, what am I, I can supposed tolerate to Adam this? Silver speaking. Rob Manfred, no. Gary Bettman, no. Absolutely Rob not. Rob Manfred is funny though to listen to. Because I mean, you know. there'll there'll be a quote. Like yeah, when, when he called is... when when he called uh, the uh, World Series trophy a hunk of metal. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Right? Yeah, I'll get that. At least Batman has some sort of. I I was about to say, does he have respect for the game? I don't know. He's never trashed <laughs> it too much, but I don't think he likes hockey. <laughs> like I don't I think don't Manfred know. likes baseball. I like the conspiracy theory that uh, Gary Bettman's a a secret agent from the NBA. Well, because he came from the NBA, from didn't the he? NBA. He did. He did. That's stupid. That's um. I mean, he's done a great job of you know letting basketball get ahead of hockey. Yeah, yeah, literally. It's you know what was it back in the day that famous was an ES- ESPN piece of why hockey's hot and why basketball's not. Yes. Yeah. Imagine like that being said today. Oh, it's the opposite. The complete opposite. Which is just, it's just, hockey's such a fun game, but man, it just keeps being held back by its major league. You know, it's funny because, um, you know how I keep saying that I think MLS is going to be bigger than the NHL. I think, I don't know what number I kept, I would put it at. I think five years I've been saying. Yeah. Done. On there. It's over. It's well, over. The Messi's MLS coming, is, isn't he? Messi's is that coming. official? Yeah. 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 Okay. Done. There was, the there battle's was over. Word. 
There was that word about like he was gonna go to Miami. Then there was thing he was going to a Saudi team. No, yeah, there was and the then... rumor, but today uh, he confirmed that he's coming to Miami. Okay, and so so over the battle's done. The battle's I mean, done. I mean, we already have to. The golf, the the sport of golf is already the thing about that blood money. It's nice yeah. to know that. Um, it's good to know that then Messi didn't go there because I think he, that would have really stained the legacy. And I think Ronaldo's already dealing with that, so. Um, yeah, but hey, good for good for Lionel. Um, you know, that's a sport. Well, I mean, to be fair, I can't really compare the higher powers of hockey versus, you know, soccer, because it's not like soccer executives are the purest of people. Oh, I definitely they might, they actually people might like be worse. They, they, oh, they were definitely be worse. worse. They're, yeah. they, they're definitely worse. Yeah, they're um, there's a certain place in hell for FIFA. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's too much of a stretch to say. No, no, absolutely no, no, no. I guess we can talk about some of the big stuff. Yeah, I mean, Batman, I mean, yeah, great, fantastic. I, everything I expected Gary Batman to say, he said. You know, so fantastic. I think everything else we've talked to in the weeks leading up, everything that was expected to be said, said. So, yeah, I hope everyone's happy. Great, fantastic. <laughs> Mr. Commissioner, I can't wait to see you again next year. That's a joke, by the way. I liked how before, I think it was last week, he got he was uh, given an award. Oh, like an achievement for for the for the jersey for the um electronic boards, right? No, no. This uh, let me double check what the what, award what was. Was this some sort of achievement award or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's such a wasn't that like the week before it was announced that the Coyotes? Oh, that's something the, else. Apparently, the, they're yeah, still yeah. committed no, to that Arizona. Was, uh, that was just before. So Batman received the Sports Business Journal Lifetime Achievement Award. Uh, and it says the NHL commissioner was recognized right. for uh, the growth of the league and the creativity in 30 years on the job. I don't think creativity is a word I would ever use in a sentence with Gary Batman. Um, but I mean, that's sir. Who gave this to him? Uh, the sports business journal. Okay, well, I know not to read that place then, um, <laughs> because you know Gary Bettman. Sure, what's the most creative thing that guy has done? Can we see it's creative that he expanded to Vegas? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, beside that, I mean, bring back Winnipeg. The... Yeah, great. After getting rid of him. Yeah, I, I don't really know what to else say about <laughs> Gary Bettman's creativity, but you know. Um, that's that's him. Okay, let's talk about sort of the headline of here. You we know what? I know to... what's real creative. I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah, go ahead. We got time. The number of lockouts this league has had. I uh, I yes, I I'd sir. say that's quite creative. Well, yeah, yeah. Under Batman, I mean, I'd say that's yeah. quite creative. It's but, uh, sorry, it's like it's like a clock when he goes. It's like yeah, broken yeah. clock twice a day works. Well, Gary Batman, there's gonna be a lockout. <sighs> Oh, I can't wait for them not to go to the Olympics, by the way. Just, so I just, excited. I'm, this is not going to happen. Okay, let's talk about the big news. We haven't talked about the Habs for like months because, you know, they finished fifth last and the playoffs happened. Uh, but the big event is here. AKA Cole Caulfield has finally been extended. Um, They kept saying don't stress. They kept saying that it was going to get done, but fans continued to worry um, because obviously the last high-profile RFA they had was offer-sheeted. That was Kakaniemi. Um, But the young man, Cole Caulfield, is here to stay. He signs an eight-year extension with the team. The AAV is just shy of Nick Suzuki's cap hit. Uh, Cole Caulfield signs for $7.85 million. Um, the total worth was of that Was this jersey deal? number in it? No, 22 oh, okay. is not No, it. I just wanted to ask. Um, but yeah, oh boy. 
Um, and the value of the deal is a total of uh, it's a lot of money, sixty-two point eight million dollars. Uh, not bad. If anyone's uh curious, there is a five million dollar sign-in bonus uh for the first two years. Um, and that's it, which I find very fascinating. And the last three years have modified no trade clauses. Um, I believe it is uh one year is a fifteen team no trade list, then it goes to ten, then down to five for the last year. Um, I'll tell you this, I really, really like the structure of it. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, when we look at it, um, I mean, first off, I think as a half fan, I will say um, the fact that it is lower than Nick Suzuki's, I think it's only about like 100K, but the fact that they locked up this guy for eight years, mm-hmm. um, the prime of his career, lower than the captain, and you heard a verbal commitment from the guy all year about wanting to be a hab along with now paper the pen. Um, I love the deal. I absolutely adore the deal. That must be nice, right? In what way? Oh, signs eight years. Yeah. Reasonable number. Yeah. Must be nice. Um, no, I just, I just, I'm done. I'm not saying, I'm not saying anything. I will, I will say though, um, yeah, no, is there a downside to this deal? Maybe rich next year. Maybe. Yo, if if what? he had stayed healthy, he was going to be a forty goal scorer. Yeah, I I'm happy to pay a forty goal scorer close to eight million dollars. Oh I'm yeah, totally what, okay with that. Once the well, <laughs> I didn't want to break up the cap, but I feel like I must. Oh, I know what you're going to say, and I've been waiting to say it. So once the cap goes up, like uh, so, next year or this, yeah, this coming year, it's going to be eighty three and a half, mm-hmm. right? So once it bumps up again in the the year after to whatever number it's going to be, which I think is going to be the high eighties, it's a steal. Oh yeah, it's a steal. It's not even a question. So uh, obviously the big thing is right now escrow will probably be paid. What whatever the players owe for the fifty fifty split uh, is going to be paid off next year, and that's when the cap will start getting its its big its big bump. Right. Uh, is what we always talk about. Um, you know, so you got. Here's something that was going on. Obviously, Dom decisions. I think started feeling a little personally attacked by Habs fans when he did. You put? Do you see that tweet where he saw breakdown of certain players? Like star players should be eight point four above top line players, like seven point eight. I think I saw exactly. It yeah, exactly on what he was trying to say for Caulfield. Oh. Um, I thought it was interesting. I didn't Listen, read into it like that, but okay, sure. Yeah, no, it was the timing was suspect plus jay fresh kind of said we get it marner and then he was like yeah you, you, you. i just it felt very on the nose from dom uh, and, and i and again i i have talked to dom before obviously for my article like i i you know um but you know i just thought it was very interesting and did you that. attack him uh no i was i, rem- I remember i was flat out i said to him obviously he was not in the piece because the piece was about gambling stuff yeah, but I yeah. said to him in one of our talks, I'm like, yeah, so you were right about the Nick Suzuki stuff early in the year. And he's like, yeah. Um, but, you know, I just I thought he was being a bit sort of like facetious about like this is exactly. Uh, but I think he was basically saying it was a perfectly fine or perfect, perfectly fair deal when you look at the numbers. Listen, um, I absolutely love paying goal scorers because remember how earlier earlier in the year, um, I don't I think it was one of the an owner of the stars may have been their big owner. I remember these people from the stars call out their players. Uh, feels like every month. I remember one of them basically said, I think it was before Jason Robertson signed. 
that uh, star players or goal scorers wanting all the money. There was nothing for the lower guys. And they came mm-hmm. on the show and they said, with all due respect, I don't care. And I'm not going to watch the stars for erratic facts. I'm going to be there for like, who, like Hinson Robertson. Uh, they have not, the Habs have not had a player like Cole Caulfield. Um, I don't know. Maybe since, since a player with, since I was going to say even like a prospect that this team has been, the fan bases have been excited about since PK. Oh, okay. Now, if we're talking no, no, about a, a, a forward with this goal scoring ability, you would then say Pacioretty. And I believe in our friend Patrick Talon, who we had on the show, agrees that I think Caulfield's ability to score goals is has the potential to be even greater than Max Pacioretty. Um, I fact, mean, Max all he has to do is score a couple goals in the playoffs and we're chilling. And he did that. And he did that. He scored some big goals, man. He made no, some big he plays. Did. He, he did. is a playoff performer. <laughs> It was one I run, but, you know, um, he yeah. was really, really good in that one run. My phone is on – I don't know if you hear that. It's on silent, but the dings are still going. So that's worrying. So do not disturb is going to go on. Um, so here's what I, like, what I really, really like. So like, I, I agree in paying an elite talent like Cole. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just love him. I love him. I don't care that he can't play defense. I don't care that he's maybe not the great greatest playmaker. Um, he puts the puck in the back of the net. And this is a market that has been starved for superstar forwards um, in, like, my lifetime. So, pay the man. Like, I, honestly, Alex, I thought it was going to be around if it was close to 8.5, was what I thought was going to be it ended up doing. Um, sure. Uh, did you see any of Caulfield's quotes from his presser? Uh, I saw a couple of them, I think, yeah. So a big thing coming out, and obviously his, his agent, Pat Brisson, also sort of echoed the fact that it was important to the Canadians that um, the number for Caulfield came in lower than Captain Nick Suzuki. Now, there's, there is a thing here that what helped is there is a – I can't – I think it was Nick Suzuki would have gotten more money. I may get this mixed up, but Pat Brisson basically explained Suzuki was actually a year closer to UFA. Mm-hmm. So they had to give him more money, technically, if you look at it, because you're buying another UFA year, yeah. um, which I actually I think that's actually a very, very good point. Um, no, yeah. Can I I just I the more quotes I hear, the more angry I get. I know. Do you know how unbelievably angry I got? Because um, like, how angry did that Sid Sixero tweet make you? Yeah, because yeah, gonna... Un- the thing is, he's not wrong, but it's like I can't take it seriously when it's from him. And so <sighs> you have my my upsetness for Brendan Shanahan continues to grow. I'm just going to say that. I'm just going to say that. Like, let's <laughs> I, go. I, I respect understand. it. I respect it fully. I mean, listen, didn't, didn't the Boston Bruins do that for how long? What uh, guys taking? Well, let's no, not no, not guys that. taking less. Not oh, I, I okay. don't mean guys taking less. I mean a structure. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah a yeah. salary structure. Yeah. Until until McAvoy broke the bank, and I mean, listen, respectfully, he can break the bank. He's it's, allowed it to. It was. I think his contract was a a. The market was set by. Uh, Darnell Nurse and his then agent Ken Hughes. Funny enough, no, go and, to Seth Jones. Seth Jones, and, go before that. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, then, no, a, yeah, Darnell Nurse was getting Darnell Nurse then, was not getting yeah. that money before and then Seth Hughes Jones. Used that as the comparable, and then everything. You know, that was the Rowenski. That was the summer of what are we doing 
with these defense. Did Stan Bowman give that deal to Seth Jones? He must have. Right? Uh, let me did. double check. I'm pretty sure he did. Let me double check. So it's it's just funny because McAvoy, that was yeah, the going rate for a top pairing defenseman. But it's still like, it's stupid how that's still a value contract. But yeah, yeah. even Pasternak's a sort of, uh, you know, Pasternak is still a big number compared to what some of the people still say the Bruins, you know, those. Uh, remember, I I had a really big problem with Marshan and Pasternak's first deal being discounts, but they signed yeah. for numbers that are like Pasternak and McAvoy arguably could hit free agency today and get more than what they signed for in Boston. I think it's pretty safe to say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Would you be surprised if Pasternak hit free agency and got more than McDavid? No, no. I wouldn't either. And I, I'd um, give it to him gladly. Yeah, like, and so the point I make, I guess, is now the salary structure in Boston is set once again. As long as Pasternak and um, McAvoy are on the team, there's no defenseman who's going to be making more than nine and a half, unless yeah. the cap jump like. Listen, the cap's going to eventually jump, and I think we're going to see guys get close to that. Maybe I don't know. It depends on the players they have, but mm-hmm. no one's getting more. No forwards getting more than uh, Pasternak at eleven point two five. And so I, I mean, all all respect to Montreal and Ken Hughes and uh, Jeff Gordon for setting it up this way. Yeah, I mean, I just love the idea. The big thing for me is again, I, I can get over top guys making X amount of money. I just, I love young players when they get term. I just love the fact that I can see now those two Suzuki and Caulfield are locked up and they are here and they want to be here. You know, it's just that that's that. I think there's an insecurity with Habs fans at times um, that for a long time, the only guys who would be in Montreal. So we look at it, right. Is, um, like a guy like Josh Georges, I remember people really made fun of the fact that he wouldn't waive his no move or he wouldn't. I think he was a free agent and he wouldn't sign in Toronto. Now, a lot of people made fun of that because it's like you're Josh Georges. But like Habs fans, that meant a lot because you're not going to the big rival, right? Like uh, for the longest time, it was depth guys that were like, man, Montreal so great. I want to stay here forever. Um, now, there are exceptions. Obviously, Carey Price committed eight years. You know, now he did, you know, get like an $80 million contract. P.K. Subban obviously wanted to be here forever, and they shipped him out. Uh, Brendan Gallagher is not that ilk of player, but still, he was one in the exception. But, you know, he is, a, with all due respect, I think Caps are the top six forward when he was, you know, years ago. Obviously, his mm-hmm. injuries have caught up with him. But I think what's nice about this from a fan's perspective is, you now have the two players that are the core of this that are special players that are the ilk of players that the league is going towards skill, speed. People think Suzuki's slow by it, but he's quick. He's a quick boy. He's just like, he's just like, it's just, it's weird. But you know what I mean? It's like, this is the future. This is what Habs have wanted in players for years. Um, I know Vegas are big monsters, but I was going to say, I'm like, Listen, I mean, we watched the playoffs, right? Yeah, but they'll figure that out. They have the rest of the lineup to figure that out. No, no, I agree. I agree. I agree. But it's just a thing of, I think, from a fan's thing, it's it's nice to see that these guys are Habs and have committed, and he didn't break the bank. They didn't hold out for big deals. Um, 
It's Adam, just stop. I, I'm you're sorry. Hurting just, you're hurting me, man. I'm not like, taking shots on. at the least. For, no, guys. I know, I know, I know, I know, but still it hurts. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I just I love it. The man is here to stay. And now it's just um now it's just back to worrying about who they're taking fifth overall. Mitch yeah. Gov. I mean, if he's there. If he's there. Yeah, yeah, I, obviously if he's there. I mean, please don't take Rhinebacker. Please don't do it. Or divorce. Please don't do it. I'm scared, guys. I'm scared. Okay. Yeah. Where do you want to go now? We have a few options. We have the finals. We have Babcock. We have some other coaching stuff I'd like to touch on. We have a three-way trade. And from that, an extension. And speculation about another potential trade that could be coming. Where would you like Um, to go? Let's do the finals. Why not? Okay, I think that's fair. So as we're going right now, the Florida Panthers are down to nothing going back home. Game three is tomorrow, which is annoying because I was hoping it was tonight because I had tomorrow off and I could have stayed to watch the game. But no, uh, thanks. Oh, boy, Alex. What do we say about the first two games other than, um, listen, this is my perspective in all of this is, Alex, what have we seen the Panthers do extremely well in their first three rounds, what, yeah, uh, what what was their identity in a way? Be an absolute pain in the ass. Yeah. Now, from my perspective, at least, um, I think we all knew this about Vegas, but I feel like we've forgotten about this. Um, Vegas is also full of pricks. And I think oh. right now, the Vegas Golden Knights are not only playing the Panthers game better, but I think you're seeing the discrepancy in, I think you're seeing it in depth. I think you're seeing it in performance of elite talent. That is me taking a shot at Sasha Barkov, which you know I love that player. Um, but I think you are just seeing a Vegas team where there is just, there are no passengers and there is a mentality of a champion there. Um, I I hate to say this at 2-0 and Alex Baumgartner is ready to prove me wrong if the Panthers come back. I told you I wanted Florida to win this series, but um, I I think it's over, man. I don't know if, it, it's, if it's going to be a sweep, but I just this Vegas team look unreal right now, and I think they continue to tell everyone who sort of forgot that they were a top contender in the West, yeah. and I think they're remembering last season the way it ended and everyone giving that team crap. It's almost mm-hmm. like Vegas against the world from their first year. But instead of being the lonely Padawan, they are now the Sith Lord, in a way. Yeah, I mean, I think you pretty much you pretty much nailed it on the head. I think to me, from what I've watched, from me watching, I, I, I've thought Vegas have been the better team, and um, I think there's a combination of things from Florida's perspective, which is, I think. Bobrovsky has come down to earth a little bit and I just don't think, and and you bring up depth, right? And I just don't think, um, I I don't think Florida's defense has been particularly fantastic. Mm -hmm. I think some of them are getting exposed and, um, again, it's a battle of (laughs) the biggest pain in the asses. And I think Vegas is winning, winning the battle. And it's, I think it's ironic. Some of the tweets 
we're seeing about the referees. Okay, I'm happy you mentioned that. Um, listen, I, I just there is a certain full circle moment in seeing Ratko Gudas get just sort of lean out, um, and people mm-hmm. calling for penalties and seeing, um, man, I, I'll tell you, I, I I will agree that I don't like the fact. I think Kachuk getting thrown out was a sort of very much of a reach call, and I don't think you need to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, this is unfortunately the way that officials in the playoffs work and again it's it goes back to my point of like i'm gonna repeat myself here vegas are beating florida at their own game and it's a game that when you think about it i think a big criticism of the panthers last year was they were too soft um sure. and obviously that was a criticism of the team earlier in this season by uh matthew Kachuk's own father um this vegas team has been playing this way for a couple of years now you know, yeah. even Jonathan Marcheseau, who is a little, who was, who was a small individual, is like a Tasmanian devil. Cute animals, by the way, if you just look at them. But obviously, they have their names for real. But the cutest little things. But their jaws are apparently like the strongest, like mammal. It's weird, man. I'm not okay. even kidding. Don't ask why I know that. No, I won't. Um, but yeah, the yeah, biggest no, Golden Knights are Tasmanian devils. Th- yeah. They're playing. Fl- they're playing the same. Uh, uh, in terms of like physicality and being pests, they're playing the exact same game as Florida. Um, and Vegas is pushing it, I guess, the boundaries a bit more. And they and, and listen, like Florida did that for three series, right? Like, um, I'm not trying to discredit Florida of anything. I want to be clear, they did that for three series and it really, really worked. It worked and um and, it, and Vegas might just be doing it better right now. The other thing with Vegas, too, is uh, Aiden Hill has been an absolute menace in that. Did you see the clip of the control room uh, after he made that save? I did. The paddle really. save? So it was the – I can't remember if exactly if it was the Rogers one or who exactly what truck – and what I mean is like one of those control trucks or yeah, control yeah. rooms where they – for anyone who doesn't know where it's like a thing of – Camera one, show this, this, and this. So they go through it, and obviously you hear the thing of like, "I'll oh, do this, 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 this," and it's really funny because obviously in the t- like in the broadcast, not long after they showed the incredible sort of like again full circle moment here, showing the Braden Holpe save in 2018? Yep. 2018, yeah, uh, of 2018 Vegas Washington's final, um, and yeah, in the moment in like the broadcast room, they're basically saying like. The guy, like the director or whatever, is basically saying, "Hey there, guys. You know, we got a fucking, um, you know, he he's basically saying like, he's the one who said like, oh, I'm thinking of Hopi right now. It was just, sorry, I got distracted by a text, um, <laughs> but it was just like, in that moment, you saw like how these guys run. Of course, you and I, hopefully, wanting to get into sport media one day. Nice. I just found it really, really fascinating. I really screwed it up. I got distracted there, but it was a whole thing of like." In that moment, how quickly the guy remembered that Braden Holpe save. Yeah. Um, I just thought it was really, really cool. But no, Aiden Hill is um we talked about how close and how difficult it was gonna be to decide a Con Smythe winner. And I think, and I hate that I know this because you know I hate betting, but I think they were showing at one point Jonathan Marshall was the betting favorite. Yeah. Aiden Hill has really taken the back. You know what I realized? I was listening back to last episode. I think I accidentally said that Laurent Boissois was the starter. Um, so apologies to Aiden Hill on that, but you know, when? it's, it's last episode or I, I was talking about their, sorry, when was and he? I ring, hmm? 
when was he the starter? At the beginning of the playoffs, wasn't he? I know. I thought he was right now. I think he was oh, at the okay, start okay. of the playoffs, and that's it. where I got it mixed up. But it's really funny that I don't know how many people know who Aiden, who knew who he was before this series. Yeah. But I have people at my work who are like, as I'm leaving, I see one of the, the, the supervisors, great guy named Chris. Chris, great guy, Chris. And he's talking to me about Aiden Hill. I'm like, what? It just, I didn't know people, with all due respect to Aiden Hill, but there are certain players, obviously. Remember how for a couple of years I was always like, I don't think nearly as many people know who Connor McDavid is compared to Sidney Crosby. Mm-hmm. It's just surprising because you and I are obviously such fanatics to the point we've been doing a hockey podcast for like four or five years. It's just like people casually in the warehouse are like talking about Aiden Hill. I'm yeah. like, it's just kind of cool to me. I don't know if I'm thinking oh. too much about – I don't know. It's just really weird to me. And, no, again, remembering you, that this is, like, technically their third, fourth goalie. You know you know what's wild is – The Minnesota wild. He's a UFA. He's a UFA. He's a UFA? Yeah. Yo, he's getting paid. paid. He's getting yeah. paid. So who's going to sign him? Who needs a, Who's going to overpay for a goal? Uh, Ottawa. Ooh. Mm, how, Buffalo. How about, how about, how about cat for Carter Hart, and then they sign Aiden Hill? Oh my god! I have it's buddy, on. Buddy, Alex, what's going I on swear, over there? My phone is on silent. It's on silent. And is it your computer? Going, and no, yeah, my notifications are turned off on my buddy, computer. What's going what's on over happening? there? Okay, hold on. We're gonna. Okay, I'm so sorry. That's I okay. turned them off specifically because I I needed to. Oh my god! But um, uh, yeah, no. It's, I'm it's, I'm gonna say Ottawa or Buffalo. Um. Oh, because here's the thing. I want Carter Hart in Montreal really badly. Oh, no, we're talking about Aiden Hill, aren't we? Yeah. Um, I say Pittsburgh. You think Dubas brings him? Yeah, don't get Tristan Jari. Don't don't extend him. Please don't. No. Don't do it. It's why the, I don't know if we talked about – I don't think we did talk much about his press conference, but I his answer about Tristan Jari was just hilarious what, to me. I did not see that. What did he say? Well, I mean, he pretty much – Said he well, we're gonna have to take a look at Tristan Jari. Oh. <laughs> it's just like, oh, well, you're gonna have fun because he goes. What well, was it? It was similar to like uh, what True Living said about uh, Keith, where he goes. Well, I mean, I have my preconceived notions about Keith or Jari or whatever. Yeah, and we're gonna have to. We'll we'll sit down and we'll we'll talk about it. Yeah, well, I'm like uh, for Keith, yeah. that seems like he'll he's staying, but for Jari, I don't know. I still can't get over that. The only change the Leafs are gonna make is. It's Kyle Dubas. Anyway, don't even get me started. I've, um, I've gotten so mad at people. <laughs> yeah. Um. But anyway, uh, I'm excited for Game Three. Um. Yeah. I man, I, I just want to say this because I have enjoyed. I didn't get to watch a lot of Game Two because again, work. Um. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, uh, emptying a trailer full of booze gets you really tired. Yeah. Um. But like, I I know a lot of people sort of ragged on this series looking into it or even the final four in general got a lot of shtick mm-hmm. but um i'm being entertained by this series it's, oh, it's nat- very entertaining like i'm trying to think last year was tampa colorado really nasty um, i think there was there was an animosity but was it was it like did we have like eichel getting hit by chuck we didn't even mention that but like no but like I, I, I know and it was clean so was like, clean I, I, man, man, I love a good clean hit. Like that was yeah, that was That's Chef beautiful. Kiss. Like big saves. I know it's a you want it to be a more competitive score overall. I mean, game three, man, the, the Panthers are going to win. I'm going to look an idiot. 
But um, I'm enjoying the series a lot. I really That's am. It's a great series. And uh, we have to savor the hockey because it's almost done. Hopefully, That's uh, true. Hopefully this offseason is as crazy as it was last year. Well, and, I mean, um, it's off to a pretty good start. And there it is because we have a three-way <laughs> trade to announce, Alex. Um, by the way, did you see today um, that we have a second part to this trade that isn't directly to do with it, but it is an extension, and we will get there a little oh. later because it has to do with the LA Kings. Um, that was me stalling, Alex, while I was quickly trying to get up the three-way trade um, because I have it on my phone, but I have over 200 pictures on my phone, which for Oof. me uh, kills me because I like having like 60, and I couldn't find the graphic. I got the TSN trade tracker up, Alex, but instead they don't have, have the a trade. three-way trade. I have Could you trade please you do want? it because I have screwed yeah, up, yeah. Alex. Thank you. Um, okay. The We'll start with the Flyers. The Philadelphia yes. Flyers acquire from the Columbus Blue Jackets. Yes. Uh a 2023 first round pick, which will be 22nd overall, which funny enough is actually LA's um, first round pick, which was from the Gavrikov deal and a 2024 second round pick from Columbus. They also receive a, from the Kings, a 2024 second round pick prospect Hel- Helga Granz, Sean Walker and Cal Peterson. Uh, the Kings acquire Kevin Connaughton and Hayden Hodgson, and they're going to retain 30% of Ivan Provorov's um, cap it, or salary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Columbus Blue Jackets acquire Ivan Provorov. Man, um, there's a lot here. So, yeah. Can I we- just say. Ken yeah. Hughes, for the love of God, trade Josh Anderson. Um. Yeah. No. I. I. Yeah. <laughs> we need to get on that. We need to get on that. Um, now. Listen. Now. Um. So, by the way, uh, Danny Briere. Let's just say this right now. Uh. Very, very, very good first move. Um. As a result of this, now you're probably wondering what's the trade. So obviously the Kings do move Cal Peterson's contract, which is big for them because as a result. They move the cap space to uh, extend uh, Vasov Gavrikov two years at 5.875. I get he's doing the thing of wanting to... um, I'm assuming he's doing the sort of deal of I'm going to get money, I'm going to get short-term and then cash out when the cap goes up. And I'm kind of like, you're going to be 29, maybe 30 when that happens. Anyway, Gavrikov, he's doing his thing. are we going to talk about he may, he's making almost $6 million that's weird. and has a no-move clause? I, like, I, he was really good as a king. I don't think it was talked about, but, like, um, Almost $6 million. That's just, yeah, it doesn't, it, it didn't register with me because I was moving boxes, but now that you're saying it out loud, it's kind of dumb. Like what's mind boggling to me is this was a team that was very, very close to trading for Jacob Chickering. That is true. Yes. And their solution was to acquire Vladislav Gavrikov and extend him at almost the same money that Jacob Chickering makes. I think more. That's, I think he makes more than Jacob. Doesn't Chickering make like four or something? Or is it yeah. five? Yeah. Uh, let me double check, but I don't know. That's bizarre. That that's kind of bizarre to me. That that's something that, that they did this. Maybe I'm underrating 
Vladislav Gavrikov. Jacob Chikorin makes four point six million dollars. So this man. doesn't look any better for me. No. Um, um I, I don't weird. I don't get the I get dumping salary, right? The five million Cal Peterson. They're yep. probably gonna extend Corpusalo. I don't know if you uh heard thirty one thirty two thoughts. I have not but yet. No. They uh Friedman or Merrick, one of the two, were suggesting uh, or were saying that they were working on a trade for UC Saros at the deadline. I'm sorry? Yeah. I mean, the, uh, the Kings were? Yeah. What are you talking about? Really? That's what they said. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, How yeah. did I miss this? When did this episode oh, come out? Today. Okay. Well, it was definitely going. Details? Uh, I don't remember... If they did. That's okay. um this is what it says. This is okay. what it says. Um I'm just taking this from Nick Cole Sports on Twitter. It goes, uh Friedman and Merrick addressed trade rumors for Preds goalie UC Saros and 32 thoughts. Friedman. Nashville uh did have some conversations about him at the deadline. I think with the Kings. The way that it's kind of going there, I think it would take a big offer. But I think if something did come, they would at least consider it. Okay. Um Wow. Merrick said, I was told that one is blah blah. I'm just Sorry? It doesn't say it doesn't say what they what the uh if oh, okay. they, what the offer was. Oh man. Um yeah, I mean that would have been pretty good. Yeah. Uh, we we've seen what a combo of an elite goaltender and Phil Deneau has done in the past. Um so know. I think my point, my my whole point before yeah, we where are we, where, yeah. my whole point was I don't get how they they dump this money and they just add Vladislav Gavrikov for Man. two more years because they're pretty much they they gained five point six million in cap space and filled it all up with Gavrikov. Um, do you think Mark Bergevin is just really, really in like he started to brain rot everyone there about physical defensemen? I, I don't know. I maybe I'm proven wrong. So, but I don't uh, know if he's a defenseman. Let's. Let's Gavrikov. What for? I don't think he's the defenseman for. Oh, okay. LA, I was about to I say mean. he's a. So no, he's a defenseman. I'm sure. Let, let's look at it like this, though. Okay, the Kings move cap, and they at least re-sign the guy they like. Okay, and they're not done moving cap to add that yes. on because they want to move Arvidsson. So, which is weird. Um, so that happened. The Flyers got a great haul, by the way. I think mm-hmm. we can agree on that. Yep. And at the end of this, the Blue Jackets get Ivan Provorov. Now, I know they wanted to sure up their D. Um, I have two things with this. First off, is Gavrikov... Sorry, no, Gavrikov. Is Provorov the move there? And second off, what about your centers? I know you got some young guys, but it's just very odd to me that they wanted also like... Like, Ms. Lincolns was a very questionable player this year. Um, mm-hmm. What about your goaltending? And on top of this, Carousel. they hired Mike Babcock. And that's where it is. And the, that's where the, we transition. And, and, that's, and that's where it is. Because I think this, that announcement, even though it hasn't happened yet, that announcement is the, the sticking point to all of this. Because... Yeah. 
as soon as they made that hiring, they were going to make more than one big move because they had to. Now, I don't think they're done, but my point about my thing with Babcock is I think there's two ways this goes. This goes either extremely well or Uh extremely poorly. There's no in between because Uh everyone either buys in or everyone doesn't buy in. I don't think there's an in between with, with Mike Babcock as the coach of this team. That's just the way I look at it. I think if everyone buys in, then damn, this might be a fine team next year. I don't know. The Metro's a nightmare, like just generally. So who knows where that takes them? But it either go, and I'm not saying it's going to go well. I'm just saying it's either going to go really well or really poorly. I don't know if if there's a in between. Similar to how it went with John Tortorella, it either went really well or really poorly in Columbus. I'm gonna quickly get the standings up here because if okay, maybe there's more coming. But as it stands at this very moment, does the Mike Babcock led? Columbus Blue Jackets with Ivan Provorov. Again, this is Mike Babcock is going to be coaching um, Johnny Goudreau. I'm like, whatever. I mean, that guy was like a 100-point player under Darryl Sutter. I'm not concerned about that. I know a sure. lot of people have been. I, I don't think that's a problem. Um, he's coaching Patrick Line. Patrick Line. How do we think that's going to go? Mitch Marner has turned into a selkie caliber player, but him and Babcock had problems. I'm not even talking about the list thing. Like, I'm not even going there. But, like, they had their disagreements. And now we are expecting them. Or they are expecting them. And they had injury problems, I acknowledge this. However, they are going to go from the bottom team in the East, and they are going to have to move past the Habs, who, if they are healthy, are going to improve. The Flyers, okay, you can move past them. The Caps, I don't know because they're there's moving parts there. Detroit, who are weird. Ottawa with some defensemen finally, but goaltending is a question mark. Okay, so we can see them maybe moving up. Are they sure. going to be better than with a Devin Levi in net Buffalo Sabre? With Sidney Crosby leading the Penguins on the redemption tour? Then the Panthers right now, the Islanders, you never, you never know. Are they going to be better than Tampa, Toronto, Boston? I, I, even without Bergeron and Krejci, there's still a lot there. Are they going to be better than the Rangers, even if it's like LaViolette? Are they going to be better than the Devils and the Hurricanes? Like, is this enough for them? I am, I, but I don't think it is. I don't think they're done. Like, okay, let's talk, like, think about like this. Like everyone's saying, or people have been reporting that they still want another defenseman. Now people have like linked them to Damon Severson. That'd be a nice spot. That'd That'd be be nice. nice. They also have the third overall pick. I'm not saying they're going to trade it. I'm just saying they have the third overall pick. Who they're going to develop with Mike Babcock at the helm. Uh, Listen, all I'm fine Here's the thing, and I think we I texted you before. I texted we were when we were talking about or we were talking about the other day. You suggested Yarmo Kekalainen should be fired. Yes. My thing is is if it was another poor year, Yarmo Kekalainen was gonna be fired. And I still yeah. think that might be the case. 
and I think he had to make a swing, multiple swings, more than two swings, and he started. Babcock and the Provorov trade are swings number one and swings number two. There's no guarantee with either of those moves Mm -hmm. how well they work out. Mm -hmm. You just don't know. You better hope that the players are fine with this because, again, if they don't buy in, Toronto. I'm just – I'm just – you saw how that ended. Yeah. Um, That's my thing. I, I, listen, man, it's a weird hot. I mean, and, and it's just like, why? Like, that's the big question. Is, is like, listen, Patrick Waugh has his own problems. Let's not get this twisted. Yeah. However, he's gone back. He's won a Memorial Cup. He seems like he's improved a bit. I'm not saying Patrick Waugh is all of a sudden the same. I'm not going to think it's Patrick Waugh. Remember how public he was being during the Habs GM oh Like it's still gosh. Patrick Wall. Okay, let's just be honest. A- here. And the oh, not the coach one because that was too late. But like I've never heard a junior player come out and be like, "Hey, Patrick Wall, you're you know, I just I just don't get like I after didn't... the Johan Franz and stuff. Why Babcock? Like you literally have so many other people out there. I know I've ripped on Peter Laviolette, but for the love of God, Peter Laviolette hasn't been accused of you know traumatizing one of his players. Like, man, John Hines is there. I mean, hell, there are so many assistants out there. I mean, you were talking to God, who was, he was in Winnipeg. Oh, he's got a French name. Oh, my God. Um, uh, Pascal, Pascal Vincent. Vincent. Yeah. Like, there, there are so many. Are you went with Babcock. You went with Mike Babcock. Like, Brad Larson wasn't good. We knew from the start he wasn't good. And you went from him. You went from Torts to Larson to Babcock. I don't know the last time I've seen three consecutive Dud coaches like that, maybe true living with Gulletson, Hartley, and Peters, and then the Daryl Sutter, but Daryl Sutter, maybe not, maybe the owner thing, but like, like those are some, that is a certain sort of trio of coaches there. That's wild. And let's not even forget the guy he had before that, the Bobrovsky single handedly got fired after going like 0 5 to start the year. Can't you remember the guy's name? That's how bad it was. No, I, I, what are we doing? I don't disagree with you, but it's a swing. It's, it's certainly you can't a swing, say it's man. not a swing, and we this don't know if it's a miss or not. This is a swing that's going down the. I don't watch baseball, but this is a swing that's going on the edge of the white line, and it's like it's about to be a foul or just squeeze out to be a home run. But yeah. like I'm leaning towards the foul, man. Not even the, not even out, like a foul. That's how confusing this is. I, yeah, I, I think with Columbus, we just have to wait until wait and see what they do at free agency. Like I don't know what this team, and I mean, really, you could say this about every team, but I think with the these two moves in particular, it's like, and considering they have the third overall pick, and by all means, it sounds like they're not done yet. I really got to see what this team looks like after the first few days of free agency and see who they add and 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 where they go from there, because these are two um, interesting swings. Um, I was about to cough, but hold on. Uh, I just want to quickly look at some of the – so Carolina have their coach. New Jersey have their coach. The Rangers and I believe Calgary – just bear with me for a second here. Yep. Boston have their guy. Toronto, as of right now, it's probably Michelle. Tampa have their guy. The Islanders still have their guy. Florida still have Maurice. Sounds mm-hmm. like um, uh, Sullivan staying put in Pittsburgh. That was an alarm. Sorry. Um, Granado is staying in Buffalo. DJ yeah. Smith. I would think is staying. Um, Lalonde is staying. 
Carberry just gets hired. Tortorella is is like the second most powerful person in Philly. Marty's staying in Montreal. Columbus have their guy. Jared Bednar just got extended in Colorado. Yeah. Um, DeBoer's in Dallas. Everson in Minnesota, even though they're a fraud. Um, Vegas have their guy. Edmonton have their guy. LA have their guy. Seattle, I think, extended Hextall. Not Hextall. 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 Yeah. Winnipeg have their guy. Mm-hmm. Calgary don't have don't. their coach. Nashville have uh, Brunette. Brunette. Vancouver have Talkit. Mm-hmm. St. Louis still have Berube, which I don't agree with. Tournier in Arizona. San Jose still have David Quinn, is it? I hate my phone so much. I put too yeah. much disturb. Yeah, on yeah. Me. Quinn. Uh, Chicago have my man Luke Richardson. Anaheim have um, uh, Greg God, Cronin. What's his name? Greg Cronin. That's a cool name, but I've never heard of the man before. So we need we have two vacancies: the Rangers and Calgary. Um, we can flip a coin. It's going to be either um, Laviolette. Excuse me, Laviolette or John Hines for the Rangers. Patrick Wall in Calgary. Patrick Wall in Calgary. I mean, potentially, but it sounds like they were uh, they've been talking about uh, Mitch Love and um, Ryan Huska. Uh, no, I don't want them. I want Patrick Wall back in the game. Listen, if they don't, here's my thing is Mitch Love, two time, two years in a row, AHL coach of the year. He's gone, right? He's gone if you don't hire him. Yeah, but Patrick Wall. I don't think Calgary cares. Yeah, but Patrick Wall. Patrick Wall, what? The last time he didn't he coach the Colorado Avalanche to one of their the worst seasons ever? No, no. Um, no. So he, he, no, no, he quit that season before. Oh, which oh, is his specialty. Oh, no, oh, remember he, okay. he coached okay, them good, to good. first a president's and trophy, in the right? League, yeah. Um, and then they lost in the first round to the Wild. Uh-huh. And then he quit the next year before they had the worst season in oh. history. In right. history, yes. Okay. Because he couldn't learned. handle it. Because he couldn't Wall. deal with it. I want Patrick just like Wall when back. he got shelled. Just like when he got shelled, he couldn't stay in Montreal anymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 That's what Patrick Calgary back. needs. I think we need Patrick Wall back. I mean, he can more than come welcome to go to Montreal. I mean, we have our guy already. Okay. I like Marty. If okay. you want to talk about two opposite people, yeah. You Marty St. Louis and Patrick Wall. No. I love Marty St. Louis, by the way. I I actually adore that man so much. Um not, I don't know, it sounds like you adore Patrick Wall a little bit more. I just don't want don't go back to the when I thought I was kind of, I was very concerned about Patrick Wall possibly being Haps GM. I was ready to. Oh, that'd be hilarious. But they went with the right guy. But I'm just saying, like, I want Patrick Wall. Promote your other guy to be an assistant coach. Be like, oh, you can take the reins. Or, like, I don't know, figure it out. So that when Patrick Wall quits after he can't coach Jonathan Huberdo, you have Mitch Love there at least. Man, you're telling me Patrick Wall and Nazem Kadji wouldn't have a nice, like, dynamic? No, I think they'd fight constantly. Actually, I think that'd be a good thing, though. No, I, I don't think to the extent Man, that could it would you go imagine down. him and Markstrom? That'd be fun. Yeah. Come on, for the storylines, <laughs> yeah, we fun. need Wall back, especially fun. in Canada. He'd be such a character. Fun's a way to put it. I don't know why that's I'm, the way I describe it. Listen, I just want Wall's going to be a coach again. Watch, it's going to happen. I mean, that already just goes back to the ramparts. He doesn't care. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, congrats. They won the like men's Yeah, yeah. 
I don't know. Mark Hunter might be GM this time. I have more respect for Patrick than that. I'm, uh, hey, don't disrespect Mark Hunter like that. Mr. What the hell did he ever do as a player? Patrick Waugh is the most consummate trophy. He's oh, the best goaltender of all okay, time. Okay. I can say that because Daniel's not here to debate okay, me. But okay. Mark Hunter, okay. what did Mark Hunter even do in the NHL? Oh, now it's about the NHL. Well, yeah. What do we? Oh, what, uh, London. Who have more Memco? Oh, I'm gonna assume the London Knights. Actually, have more. I think they'll yeah, know. Yeah. Most yeah. Memorial Cups. I think the QMJHL are actually very, very. Um, I'm pretty sure they're actually like historically good at the Mem Cup. I could be wrong about that, but um, okay. The oh my god. Okay, we can't do this until we history record CHO Memorial Cup. Most Memorial Cups won, not players. Why can't Memorial Cup managers? I don't. Why can't I just get teams? What is this? What Alex? What am I looking at? Ryan Huska, by the way, three Memorial Cup ones with Kamloops. It's not funny. Uh, most goals, Dale Howard. Well, no, okay. I you need know, to know. You want to know a fun fact? Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Team records, most no. championships. It's a three-way tri- three-way tie between the Cornwall Royals, the Blazers, and the Spitfire. Only three? That's the record? Wow. Most wait, sorry. Okay, for, sorry. Go. Sorry go. for the for the Memorial what? Cup. Oh, on Wikipedia, it has the Oshawa Generals has the most with. Five. Okay, well then, CHL Memorial Cup.ca is a fraud. Oh, I'm so I don't know, but I trust that <laughs> Wikipedia at the moment. So yeah, no, I I, I actually believe that too. Because uh, <laughs> Oshawa aren't they like CHL royalty? I should know that because I live in Pickering. But you know, yeah, you really should. Oh, you really yeah. should. Um, that's everything, by the way. Is it? Yeah, that is. Where's Carter Hart going? Since they're trading. Um, Montreal, hopefully. Am I allowed to ask why they're doing that? I don't think anyone's actually has concrete thing that they're interested. I think no, no, not Montreal, Philly. No, no, sorry, but yeah, I guess Montreal too. But I'm going to kill uh, Philly. Why is Philly? Why is Philly? Wasn't there a thing that like they Carter Hart? They were kind of concerned if Carter Hart wanted to spend his best years in a rebuild, and then Ryan Pagnotta. Is it Ryan Pagnotta? I can't remember. And then Pagnotta was like, they're working on a deal. Hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, mean, I don't get I it. I don't particularly get it. But Man, if we want to do a Joss Anderson for Carter Hart trade, I'm all for it, guys. I feel like that defeats How about the if they want Philly. like a young defenseman back? Because they're, they've just lost a defenseman. And fucking, how about we do a Logan Mayu package for Carter <laughs> Hart? I'd be okay with that. One for one. Uh, one for one. Yeah. Big shot. Erg. I think he would fit in Philly. Oh, I'm sure he would. Yeah, but, I think uh, Carey Price can be the goalie coach for Carter Hart, and I can die happy. Yeah. But, I mean, I thought Carey Price already passed the torch to Carter Hart during that um, series. You know, um, let me be happy. Yeah, yeah. I'll well, and now him. he'll come back and he'll hold the Habs torch. The Even real though one. he passed the torch to Vasilevsky. Listen, the last time okay. a really high-profile goaltender got traded from the Philadelphia Flyers, he won the Vesna the next year. That was Sergei Bobrovsky, two-time Vesna Trophy winner. So Carter Hart's going to do it. He's going to get traded, and then he's going to lead the Habs to a cup. But I was told that the Canadians are going to tank next year, so oh, I don't know if I believe you. I think they have a little higher. I don't think they they – I think realistically, I doubt they think they're going to make the playoffs, but I don't think they want to be bottom five next year. I think you shouldn't just... be bottom five with the roster that it 
that it looks like they're going to have next year, to be I honest. Think if, you're, if you're healthy, you shouldn't be. Yeah. You know? But we'll see. Um, That's everything, Alex. Um, I feel like I'll cough my brains out now. Um, but you know, I what is happening? The notifications aren't even coming up, and it's making noises. I have what's happening? Oh my god, I hate this. Um, I guess you know thoughts to everyone around like the Ottawa area and all that right now. Um, on my way to work, when I saw the sun, I thought I was mm-hmm. playing Legend of Zelda, and the Blood oh. Moon had risen, and the enemies were about to respawn. If you get the reference, you get the reference. But if you don't, um, but yeah, um, it's freaking weird. It's scary. Um, no, yeah. So we'll see everyone next time. Uh, I don't know, Sunday maybe. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. When we talk about um Actually, some hockey yeah. games, it's our favorite thing to do, and that's why we do it. Um, you know. Until next time. Oh. <laughs>